Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Psalm 7 on page 349. O Lord my God, in thee have I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. Lest he devour my soul like a lion and tear it in pieces where there is none to help. O Lord my God, if I have done any such thing, or if there be any wickedness in my hands. If I have rewarded evil unto him that dealt friendly with me, yea, I have delivered him that without any cause is mine enemy. Then let mine enemy persecute my soul and take me. Yea, let him tread my life down upon the earth and lay mine honor in the dust. Stand up, O Lord, in thy wrath, and lift up thyself, because of the indignation of mine enemy. Arise up for me in the judgment that thou hast commanded. And so shall the congregation of the peoples come about thee. For their sakes, therefore, lift up thyself again. The Lord shall judge the peoples. Give sentence with me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to the innocency of that is in me. O let the wickedness of the ungodly come to an end, but guide thou the just. For the righteous God trieth the very hearts and reins. My help cometh of God, who preserveth them that are true of heart. God is a righteous judge, strong and patient, and God is provoked every day. If a man will not turn, he will wet his sword. He hath bent his bow and made it ready. 
He hath prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordaineth his arrows against the persecutors. Behold, the ungodly travaileth with iniquity. He hath conceived mischief and brought forth falsehood. He hath graven and digged up a pit, and has fallen himself into the destruction that he made for other. For his travail shall come upon his own head, and his wickedness shall fall on his own pate. I will give thanks unto the Lord according to his righteousness, and I will praise the name of the Lord Most High. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 17th chapter of Numbers. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and get from them a rod from each father's house, all their leaders according to their father's houses, twelve rods. Write each man's name on his rod. And you shall write Aaron's name on the rod of Levi. <clears throat> for there shall be one rod for the head of each father's house. Then you shall place them in the tabernacle of meeting before the testimony where I meet with you. And it shall be that the rod of the man whom I choose will blossom. Thus I will rid myself of the complaints of the children of Israel, which they make against you. So Moses spoke to the children of Israel, and each of their leaders gave him a rod apiece for each leader according to their father's houses, twelve rods. And the rod of Aaron was among their rods. And Moses placed the rods before the Lord in the tabernacle of witness. Now it came to pass on the next day that Moses went into the tabernacle of witness, and behold, the rod of Aaron, for the house of Levi, had sprouted and put forth buds, had produced blossoms, and yielded ripe almond. Then Moses brought out all the rods from before the Lord to all the children of Israel, and they looked, and each man took his rod. And the Lord said to Moses, Bring Aaron's rod back before the testimony, to be kept as a sign against the rebels, that you may put their complaints away from me, lest they die. Thus did Moses, just as the Lord had commanded him, so he did. Here ends the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 39th verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah, and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, that the babe leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out 
with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leapt in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Here ends the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life, and thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who has given unto us thy servant's grace, by the confession of a true faith to acknowledge the glory of the eternal trinity, and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity. We beseech thee that thou wouldest keep us steadfast in this faith, and evermore defend us from all adversities, who livest and reigneth one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run to any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. For those of lesson, just to uh, highlight that today is um, sort of the first Wednesday after Trinity Sunday. We're sort of outside now of the um, season of Easter, and Wednesday, as we observe, is a day of prayer and fasting for mission. And those who participate with us in this practice practice some form of fasting every Wednesday. That can be appropriate to circumstances. Um, it, can be a, it can be food, which it probably should include some of that. It can also deal with electronics and other things. And then at some point in time during the day, we, we pray our litany for mission. It'll be prayed at evening prayer online tonight and get a copy of that. We can link that up sometime. But um, and it's kind of an ongoing thing we do to orient ourselves towards this this orientation towards mission to have a day week where we say no and we pray for that. And it's been very formative for us. We began it, oh, about a decade ago when Bishop Wilson from South Sudan told us that if we wanted our mission to grow, we needed to fast and pray. And in South Sudan, when they fast and pray, um, they don't eat for three days and they gather and they pray and sing and so uh, we decided to to make it a, a kind of part of what we do. So I encourage you to join us with that now as we enter into the Trinity season and, and do this as a, as a discipline through, through the green season. It's also for personal spiritual edification, very helpful to have a day a week where we just practice saying no, because we're in a culture where everything is always upon us. So I commend that to you. Um, our lessons today kind of follow on the you know, the judgment on Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, and they, and they, they um, juxtapose, again, the rebellion with the faithfulness of Mary and Luke. And there's a little bit of a meditation on, on authority here as the authority of the priesthood ordained by God uh, through the house of Levi and Aaron that uh, is affirmed with the budding rod. 
<clears throat> and so therefore the 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 remember that the um contention of the the rebels was we can offer sacrifice too and the answer to god is well no not really you can become the sacrifice if you presume to do that um but it has quite a mess uh kind of meditation on authority in in the church also because we think apostolic ministry is 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 legitimate authority in the church and yet there's not the idea that no one can ever dissent from anything you know a bishop or a priest says the authority in the church is to um proclaim the faith and maintain discipline within that uh but um faithful lay people can have an opinion and and often when they when they see have a concern about something um can I've been very grateful over the years to people who have said, I want to talk to you about something that come and say, I didn't really agree with what you said about this. Here's why I didn't, here's why I thought that. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's good input and, um, and helped me to, to clarify something, get some input. That's different than I don't like what, you know, the, the rector, the bishop says. I you know, remember that I love the phrase, um, in, in the last chapter of this, he, that, that they, they took men and went, you know, so I, I disagree. So I gather my little cadre of dissent. I start to, to spread rumor and innuendo and, and a faction, and that's murmuring. So there's faithfulness. It doesn't, there's the air of clericalism where whatever the bishop or priest or, or pastor says goes, and he's sort of authoritarian hand, it was yes, yes, yes. And then on the other hand, there's that, sort of unfaithful factions where everyone's gets their little group that has an opinion and, and threatens with, you know, to give or not give or to whatever they do to try to sway opinion. Um, and in between that is, is faithfulness as, as members of the body of Christ. You have a role and a voice and, and you can use it faithfully. It means don't be afraid to speak up but do it in a way that says, here's what I'm seeing and thinking, or here's my concern. And of course, when um, those in authority uh, try to rule outside of their authority, that is, they say something heretical, then there's a mandating of, of opposition or, or the, you know, so, so that there's the authority in, in the church is within the confines of what the person has authority to do. It's kind of like in the early church when, uh, the early church said, yes, you have to obey the governing authorities, but when the governing authorities forbade worship, the church disobeyed it because that was outside the scope of what God had given those authorities authority to, to legislate. When we go over to the, the New Testament lesson in Luke, where, you know, Mary now has be, said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, now she's pregnant, now she comes to her cousin and and who and and who who praises what God has done, and so the faithful obedience of Mary to say yes to what God brought to her and to continue forward in it is now shown that that God does what He says He's going to do. There will be a performance of those things that were spoken to her from the Lord, and it reminds us that what we should focus on the Christian life is our own individual faithfulness in our vocation. What is God calling me to do? How do I carry that out faithfully and trust God? And Magnificat that we say at evening prayer is the corporate prayer of the church in the person of Mary who sort of epitomizes the church. 
where we say yes to God and we realize over time as we faithfully obey God and his word and, and carry out our vocation faithfully, God lifts us up. God recognizes us. And this is different than lifting ourselves up in rebellion and murmuring and complaining. We, we wait faithfully upon God who is always faithful to, to uh, vindicate his people and um, lift them up and, and reward their faith over time. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, and the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Wednesday. Thank you, Father John. Thank you, Father John. Bye. Good day, everybody. Bye. Bye, Bishop. Bye, Luke.